the only disappointment I had with um, with Showgirls was that I, I'd rather have seen Tiffany Amber Thiessen in the meantime, but you know, <laughs> or Screech, either one. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been an interesting movie. Dustin Diamond, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glitter was marginally better, I think. <laughs> I've never seen those, but it sounds pretty humorous. I was going to say, I'll, I'll make a confession. I've never seen it either. Yeah, you're not missing much. No. So you're saying the Greasy Strangler was a little more arousing <laughs> than... Greasy, oh, no, 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 no. I would rather watch the Greasy Strangler ten times. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. Wait, ha, ha, have, Me too. Ha, have you watched Porto, it once? Porto. Porto. Ha, have you Far watched, more entertaining. Have you watched it once? The Greasy Strangler? Yes. Oh, yeah, because we had we talked about it. We, we discussed okay. it on an episode. Oh, yeah, I watched it. Kim was like, what the hell are you guys trying to watch? I'm like, that's usually the initial reaction, but that's right. The Greasy Strangler. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. This is a really great, bad movie. Okay, so. Uh, it's such a fucked up movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Oh, you're yes, just a hootie tootie disco kid. Here's the, the, the son who's at this conflict with his dad is that all sons want to try to impress their fathers. And so here he has a chance to like you know make him happy and it just shows the the prison that he's in you know he's just trapped and you know just trying to make a rationalization for him but, <laughs> this would be no, nah. this could have gone in the last episode this is urban fantasy yeah the doc, yeah <laughs> i was gonna say dr head you're deeper than that than that movie yeah <laughs> i'm wider too so oh <laughs> <laughs> if I had a foot, nice. you'd all have seen it by now. This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Heather. This is Jamin Nagashfry. This is Dr. Head. And this is Ball the Blue Fez. <laughs> and Hellhound! And Hellhound! <laughs> and my Hellhound! Speak! And you're listening to. And. Boy, today, tonight is going to be a good session, fellow inmates. We've got a classic, a gem from 1957, uh, Night of the Demon. Oof, ah, just the sound of it is very exciting. Uh, and that's our show. Thank you very much. Oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> 1957, starring Dana Andrews. And Peggy Cummins and Niall McGinnis. Let's go back to Peggy Cummins. Well, and uh, Dana <laughs> Dana is a scowling man. Yes. Well, he's the debunker. <laughs> he's been in the bunker the whole time. The debunker. Archie, Archie debunker. <laughs> Stifle it, will you? Stifle it. Yes, he, he's a skeptic. That's for sure. Uh, he, Tina Andrews plays a, a, an American professor, John Holden, who arrives in London. He's there for a parapsychology conference, and then he uh, Booze and names. begins to investigate this mysterious devil worshiper named Julian Carswell. 
played deliciously by Niall McGuinness. Oh, deliciously. Oh, Niles, yes. Mm. Niall. That's Niall. right. Niall. That's right. Niall McGuinness. Yeah. And it, it's, it's a I good, love it. yeah. It's, it's, it's a great movie. Um, Danny Andrews is he's a skeptic, and he's he's there to expose uh, all kinds of what he thinks is fraud and, and other kind and of, all that, of yeah. frauds. And we see that Niall Baginis's character Carswell, or Doctor Julian Carswell, the devil worshipper. Um, and we see early on in the movie that uh, Carswell's playing for keeps, and that what he uh, he believes is true, the whole devil worshiping thing, because we get to see this demon do some uh now is it really devil worshiping or is it just witchcraft that they're you know i mean i mean there's two different i don't i I don't want uh, want he's a witch but but he's summoning demonic powers he has a he has a a demonic spirit kind of protecting his house so i think there's this hierarchy and they were maybe using it back and forth a little bit loosey-goosey but he's a magician yes but he's also summoning these demonic spirits and which is ultimately you know the whole night of the demon you know involves this passing of the runes and kind of making someone uh in this case john holden's you know dana andrew's character the target of a demonic attack so yeah um, which is i would think there's a lot of the black magic involved let's just say that well and i i think it's all hypnosis i think that's uh, i think the the crux of the story is that all of this is these people have been hypnotized in a way um, that make them believe this will happen to them which is interesting because like the very end uh, spoiler alert um uh mcginnis or the the main sorcerer you see him get yeah. attacked by the demon but they all think he's been hit by a train right and the the, the protagonist uh dana andrews is that, is that mm-hmm. who it is yeah which is a man um <laughs> i'm just saying like i saw that and I'm like going, <laughs> thank you I'm for like, the clarification yeah i'm like who's that uh, who's that i literally thought of a woman you know until i saw Anyway, and voluptuous breasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pregnant pause. <laughs> but anyway, uh, she even says, "Don't even go look. Don't even see what the what this means." But that does yeah, that doesn't necessarily. Say yeah, that that's the, a I, hypnosis. No, it idea. doesn't. But it, it says at the end that we don't know. I mean, it, it literally just says. Well, that's. Did you know that's how the director wanted to end it? Was like that. No demon. You, you didn't see the demon. And it was just supposed yeah. to be uh, more. I mean, the demon's like gorgeous. The no, demon's. I, yeah, a, yeah, I, I love too. the demon. I have no, no problem awesome. with either one. It's, it's a beautiful, got these kind of snarling face and this kind of feline uh, qualities, you know, <laughs> to it. But that that was a a con- point of contention in shooting the movie with, with the one of the producers Hal Chester and then the, the director Jacques Tourneur and, yeah um, and oh, Jacques Tourneur oh. and yeah. he's done and, some and the original plan was to not show the demon but to keep it in the in the audience's mind because there's the mind will always conjure so the, something more terrifying right. than what could be seen on the screen. So the American well, that version goes back to um, this kind of it, it is a theme of Jacques Tournier, uh Go to Cat People, yes, right. which is made in the real early '40s, and the what follow up to that was what I walked, I walked like a zombie. No, I walked, I walked with, with a zombie. zombie. I walked with a zombie. Right. Isn't that it? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I walk with a zombie, or I walk like an Egyptian. Was in the eighties. That, that was. Oh, there we go. I yeah, and yeah. and he was but, very subtle. As an aside, too. that band was hot. Yeah, but right. <laughs> yeah. but but yeah, Trudor's fingerprints. I mean, his direction that creates that moody atmosphere that yes. makes that makes the movie so effective, and and it has these like dreamlike sequences. And and the point of view from Dana Andrews' character, where you see this kind of fading in and out, this kind of yeah. warbly vision, kind and of a, the it, magic it, it really does there, kind yeah. of put you into the mindset of what it must be like to be under this kind of demonic, oppressive kind of attack. And you see the kind of his insanity begin to unravel as the demonic presence kind of makes himself more known. In in the was it like a three days or five days allowed seven days allowed yeah. i forget what it is yeah. that he's been given a loud um, amount of time to live and those great you know. scenes where the spell tries to escape you know every once in a while it's just like oh what you know and they come up with a logical explanation why the the script is trying to you know like the fireplace right or whatever. going yeah. to the fireplace or the wind blows it or something like that yeah the the runes that were passed to him unwittingly which he now has to pass back yeah, you know, as a means great. of putting the spell onto someone else, you know, the curse. But I've been gabbing here, so I'll I'll, I'll oh, let no. you guys continue running with it. Yeah, but there was like a a couple of British movies like this that that had that what do I want to say more realistic magical flavor to it. You know, this burn witch burn, which mm. I think is a really mm -hmm. good. I think absolutely, I like that movie. Uh, Wicker Man. How subtle can you be with that? I mean, that I love that movie. Um, Wicker Man's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But kind of that realistic, supernatural, you know, the witchcraft aspect to it. But, uh, yeah, Curse of the Demon was like one of the first ones. It was it was truly different from a lot of the other movies we saw at the time. You know what I mean? Just uh, yeah, Curse of the Demon or Night of the Demon. There, There's a distinction there, too. Yes. Demon or no demon, yeah. <laughs> right. Night of the Demon is is the original British release. It's 95 minutes. And then when it was released in the States, uh, Curse of the Demon, it got cut down to 83 minutes. So there's 12 and minutes of, of scenes. Different, yeah, different things that they cut out, yeah. And yeah. So like, a lot yeah. of it is. it was perfectly good, but they cut out almost all the... To put yeah. in the demon, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, they had to make room for it so playing with another movie. Um, right. It, it, was, it was shot out with a double feature. Like I think it was like Love Slaves of the Amazon or something like that. It was a double <laughs> feature. Ooh, so, I yeah. came here to see Love yeah. Slaves of the Amazon. So we got to make more room for the Love Slaves. So let's cut 12 minutes of that demon crap out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw both of these at the drive-in together. Now that's, Love that's Slaves? A, that's, a that's a lie. That's a lie. They ran both versions of Night of the Demon and Curse the Demon together, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good it's a, movie. It's a naturally progressing film. It's a beautifully shot. Oh, yeah. Movie. And the acting is top-notch, too. Fez, mm -hmm. you want to? Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, I, I actually ran across this movie a couple of years ago. I, I think I found a list online. I was going through my kind of haunted house movie phase. I was just looking for you know, the ultimate haunted house movie, stuff like that. And this came up on a list of like movies we bet you've never seen, but probably should. And I'm like, okay, never seen it. Um, watched it. And I was like, I, I agree with you. This movie is beautifully shot. And some of the stuff, it kind of reminded me a little of um, 
Rob, was it Robert Wise that did the haunting in the fifties? Yeah. There's these, which these is great, interesting because uh, uh, Robert Wise worked with Tunier. There you go. Turner, so yeah, he was the, the editor. That might for, explain uh, it. Um, there's just some of the way the shots were constructed and the, the lighting and, and, you know, even though when you watch the movie, you see the demon, you're kind of like, well, I kind of know it's a puppet. It's still the way that they got it to come in. You know, you've got this 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 scene set up and the focal point in the scene is completely black. And then you get that that great cloud tank effect when it's just bursting forward. I thought that and then was this thing cool. just pushes through it. And you're like, oh, you know, you can kind of tell. But still, that's really cool. And I, I really did enjoy it. And. I had done a little digging as well and found out, that, yeah, that they didn't even want to show the, the the demon scene. They wanted to kind of leave it to the you uh, the the viewer's imagination. Was it real? Was it live? Is it Memorex? I don't know. And I'm, I don't think either way. I just I really kind of enjoyed the, the demon effect. But yeah, I, I was like I was like, wow, this was really really good. And I'm I'm glad I watched it. It's great great stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting that was coming out like what fifty seven. And what were they making? Yeah, what else were they making? And Hammer was making a Curse of Frankenstein and yeah, and Horror Dracula, you know, and color and all that stuff. It's just kind of interesting where all that stuff's going. But but to add to that, also that year wasn't I was a teenage werewolf made and so I don't know absolutely. <laughs> so you know, and that's a movie. So you know, that's another movie, right? Well, I, yeah. I, now we had mentioned Jacques Tourneur. Oh, go ahead. No, I, was just, I was just going to say that the demon is very Japanese uh, uh, design oriented. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it looks like yes. Gabra. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very it's like if you look old at like at old scrolls and stuff like that from uh, Japanese art, the demons have that kind of like long wispy ears and you know crazy snouts and yeah, yeah, and it's a really effective. You know, the backlighting, you know, and it's such a strong image. I mean, I remember seeing that before I saw the movie, like even as a little kid seeing uh, at the at their library, they had these, you know, little eight millimeter movies you could you could take <laughs> yes, home. Yes. And I remember seeing it, but I was too scared, I think, to, to get it at first. And uh, <laughs> that might have been like the first way I saw Night of the Demon. I was probably maybe six or seven. Eight millimeter? And I saw yeah. it on the eight, eight millimeter. Yeah. Yes. No nice. sound, I don't think. Oh, no sound, you know? yeah. Yeah, but it had like subtitles, you know. Yeah. And but hmm. it had that opening scene where the demon shows up and kills Joanna Harrington's dad, Professor Harrington. That's Peggy Cummins' character. And I thought, oh, it just blew me away, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, it was so scary and intense. And I think not too long after that, I picked up a issue of Famous Monsters of Filmland. That I was think that always had a, had a, a big image on that. And I, yeah. I kept seeing that over. You know, there's. That and the amazing you know, War of the Colossal Beast, you know the, mm-hmm. those two images all the time. It's a, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's it's striking. Um, and then when I finally saw it, I think the, as a teenager, I just thought, God, this it, just such a good movie. It, you know, very very good. And I'd known Dana Andrews. I'd seen him uh, in other things, but like the best years of our lives. He's a big big actor, big star. Crack um, in the world. Yeah, the Frozen <laughs> Dead, Satan Bug. I think no, I think my favorite role, and this is a movie I've seen only in a couple of years ago because I just heard about it. He plays Ted Stryker in the movie Zero Hour, <laughs> no movie, which was bought by the oh, Zucker yeah. Brothers. Right. Yeah. The That's airport. the one that, yeah. 
Yeah, so if you watch Zero Hour now, it is like 80% airplane. It is impossible to not laugh. It's hearing these lines, <laughs> you know, sad. But but anyway. That's funny. Yeah. It's just, it's a, just one of my favorite movies. Like I could just pretty much watch this at any given time. It's really good because you can uh, look at the, the science versus the mystic. Uh, because you you really don't know what's going on here. Is it hypnosis? You know what I mean. Is it things that are triggering things oh, in the yeah. mind, or is it uh, real magic? You know, I don't think anybody's seeing that demon really. It's pre X Files. You know what I mean? It just has mm-hmm. that. Well, you're, he's, he's you're given the, you're given the idea that the magic is real when when they show up to Carswell's house when he's having the the party for the kids. And he calls and the, be, oh, because the, he the mystic puppies. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he summons that storm, you know, how, how to prove a point because, you know, Holden's just that skeptic and wants to kind of And he apologizes kind of for making him. it too strong. What? Yeah, exactly. And it makes the storm too powerful, you know. What if he's hypnotized into believing there's a storm and there's no fucking well, storm? Well, then he's That's a gullible bastard. He does get that card in the library, <laughs> yeah. and so maybe it transfers something onto his skin, maybe and, some and, kind of a And during that, that horrendous storm, nobody gets hurt. Because it's magic. Hmm. No, but that would mean then all the other kids were hypnotized, unless we're seeing the whole movie through from his point of view. Well, he was feeding a mice cream. Right. No, that's the unreliable narrator. (laughs) (laughs) Now look who's deep. It's it's all it's all because um, Dana Andrews was a a a raging drunkard. He was a he's a just a alcoholic raging raging alcoholic. He scowled. Yeah, it became difficult to work with. Yeah, yeah, he became kind of sad. And he's because he's a good actor. Oh yeah, he's a good actor. I think well, so too. He, he, come on, yeah. he he scowled through that whole movie. Like every <laughs> every good, look on his face was like this. Fuck you. Because he was debunking witchcraft and had a, and there was an abundance of witchcraft. So. <laughs> he didn't like it. I'm just getting into the character. Sorry. He was Archie debunker. Archie debunker. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> oh, Dana, you know there's a demon. Yeah, meathead. <laughs> it's right here. It's right here, Dana. It's in the kitchen. Well, tell him to make a sandwich and sit down. Oh, all right. Go to the toilet. <laughs> Stifle it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on uh, oh, yeah. Archie Debunker. I- is, is I, anybody uh, gonna bring up the clown? There was cl- there was a clown, sort of a clown oh, in that movie, a, a creepy kids Carswell. clown. Yep, yep. He he went full clown in this movie. I think we need to track <laughs> movies. We need to track movies where clowns pop up. I mean, they just you know maybe we should just have like a running meter. But this this one should get a, a check for 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 clown for like, clown. It's like your horror or, horror movie bingo. Sure, clown yeah. Is the, clown is the center the center card center space. Yeah, center yeah. square. <laughs> yeah, and, and he also makes a reference to shoots and ladders, but they calls it snakes and ladders because it's the English version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One thing I like about the demon when he shows up, it's that that squeaky scritching sound that that shows up. It's almost like crickets in a way. But what it reminded me of is we used to have an old Ford Tempo, and the water pump was going, <laughs> and that's exactly what it sounded like when you took off with it. <laughs> you know, so so every time I see Kurt Cobain, I'm just reminded of that old '83 Ford, you know, Escort. That's what it was. Not a Tempo, it was an Escort wagon. 
Pump and, up the uh, tempo. Yeah, we had that going, that water pump. I'm like, oh, here comes the demon screeching down the road. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good time. Yeah, I, I, I really liked it. Uh, you know, first, I remember seeing it early on and, and not thinking so much of it when I was a kid, you know didn't like it so much because it doesn't flow enough. like the other there, ones yeah there's, and there just wasn't enough action and all right. that stuff wasn't until later on you know that I, I learned to uh appreciate to <laughs> appreciate it more uh, primarily from uh seeing cat people and and then and then i watched i walked with the zombie right after that and then i went back and watched uh curse of the demon mm-hmm. and you know I, I went oh wait a minute this is really a good movie but you know i wasn't 10 years old when yeah I saw it. Yeah. So, but you know, I Jacques Tournier is just—he's fantastic, and he's one of the reasons I like this movie. Just and you know, and and it's a pretty intelligent script. And I agree. I think you know this is this is pre Cronenbergian. You know, what is real, what is not. I think that's I think that all plays pretty well in this movie. So, I thought it was good. I give it I give it two claws up. (laughs) I give it three. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, any more thoughts on the uh, Curse or Night of the Demon? Good movie. Before Check we move it out. on, yeah, I, I think I think we all agree on that one. So I, I want to uh, then turn the attention to what have you been watching lately? And uh, we're gonna we're gonna start with Doctor Tar. Doctor Tar, what have you been watching lately? I just saw on YouTube which I just found face of marble with John Carradine and who else was in it? I don't know. Just PRC pretty rank. What is that? <laughs> anyway, pretty rank crap. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was pretty interesting. He's bringing back the dead. It's kind of like a reanimator thing. He brings back the sailor and he's like, his face is all white. And so he goes, hey, so, and hence the title. Wow. But anyway, they also bring back this apparently big Great Dane. And apparently they all drink blood, too. And the Great Dane can walk through the walls. <laughs> wow. Yes, Is there some awesome. Marmaduke? Yes. It's ghostly Marmaduke. <laughs> oh, Marmaduke. <laughs> Sucking blood again. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it was interesting. I've never seen it before. So that's what I've been watching. Sorry to say. All right. Midnight Gaffly, what have you been watching lately? Well, I just uh, started catching up on um, Perry Mason, which is on HBO, which is not bad. Uh, but most recently is The Boys and uh, Umbrella Academy, season two. Um, I, I watched the first three episodes that are available as of Friday for The, the Boys, and then I watched uh, maybe five or six episodes of The Umbrella Academy season two. Um, both still kicking ass and that's what i've been watching all right blue fez ah so i am uh in the same boat here with gadfly uh of course i'm just finishing season one of the boys the boys and uh had just finished umbrella academy and i agree with uh, gadfly here both awesome and then watched war of the planets (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Italian sci-fi schlock at its finest. I like that. If finest means mediocre, then yes. 
Sure, why not? <laughs> and it's mediocre best. And it's only going to get better because we got two more movies to get through. Yeah, then then that's you got to put them in a box set. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's go. right. So is a uh, is a uh, green slime part of that? Since it's uh, so oddly enough, no, it's not. But it looks. All, all, the and they impact, have a lot of the same uh, actors. And they Green Slime is a little bit better. It has a better production yes. value, and it's yes. really it's a much better space. It's a co-production, yeah, it, yeah, Jap- yeah, co-production, Japanese. Yeah, it, you're right. Yeah. It's like uh, War of the Planets <laughs> wishes it was the Green Slime. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. That's, that's isn't the that's isn't the space it. station the same as the other ones? Yeah, it's sort of. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Gamma One to Gamma yeah. Three. Yeah, so but there's the same thing, donut. Right. There are four movies in the Space Station Gamma series, which well, I, I only thought there were three, and then we found out there's a fourth one, and I'm like, oh, boy. My cup runneth over. <laughs> <laughs> well, Professor Feather, what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching myself play No, no Man's <laughs> So, playing with yourself. No Man's <laughs> It's like in No Man's yeah. It's intergalactic no pierogies. Yeah. <laughs> Playing with your pierogi. <laughs> the last thing that I watched was a movie called uh, County Line that stars, uh, and this is the only interesting thing about it: Tom Wopat and oh. Jeff Fahey. Oh, and oh, wow. oh, and uh, what's Richardson, uh, the the wife on um, um, oh, the, the you know uh, Waltons. The, 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 no, the, uh, damn it! The contractor guy, you know, uh, you know. What's with? Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. No, I can't. Guess what? Home improvement. Home improvement. Yeah. What's that? Oh, still can't oh. think of her name though. But oh well. But his wife on that show, she's in the oh. movie too. Well, that's not the wow. Waltons. No, not at all. But I kind of want to see that. It's, it's and you know it's, it was made maybe just a couple of years ago and it's it's a this kind of this interesting little story of these this rural southern community and i mean there's it's not you know it's just a a uh, slice of life type thing with you know no monsters no (laughs) monsters no monsters just just, you know monstrous humans can i say i was disappointed that you didn't say joe don baker just gonna say that <laughs> Joe Don I, I, I just expected somehow you you started with Tom Wolpat. I'm thinking Joe Don Baker, Joe Don Baker, and nothing. And I'm like, oh, man. Uh, all right, that's great because we're gonna end on Joe Don Baker. <laughs> Mitchell, whoa, yes. you guys want to watch me? Oh, wait, nothing. Go ahead, nothing. Huh? Yeah, I was gonna tell what I was that scene, but that's okay. Don't worry about me, just the host. Yeah, that's an egg yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, there's yeah. a human in here. We've just gone back in time. We've done. We've done a Mark Justice time slip. Time slip, Jerry. <laughs> MJ time slip trademark. I'm sure it won't make it worth it. Your time. You'll wish you've kept that song playing. One movie I, that saw, I think, last week or so that stood out um, is a comedy called Tag. Came out in 2018, and stars Ed Helms and uh, John Hamm and uh, Jeremy Renner. Oh yeah. Rashida Jones. Yeah. It's a comedy about some childhood friends who've been playing the same game of tag for like 30 years. And one of their friends is getting married and is wants to retire from the game. And so the other guys get together and he's, he's this guy who's getting married. He's never been tagged. He's never been it. So his other four friends get together and do this all out intense 
try to tag him before he uh, before he gets out. Uh, it is great fun. It's a lot of really hysterical comedy, and it's actually a pretty pretty touching friend story at the heart of it. And the, the scenes where they're, you know, Jeremy Renner is the character who's never the guy who's who's never been tagged and he's got this like sixth sense like he can tell and it's almost like the sherlock holmes the dialogue the internal monologue where holmes is like anticipating his actions and how he's going to do things and so everything slows down like that and jeremy renner is already envisioning like oh i can smell this guy's cologne or this guy's over here you know and it's just it's just hysterical fun so uh yeah tag uh, i recommend tag it's a it's a good fun movie it's a it's a very times touching and uh it's just hysterical really funny so there it is well i'm glad you uh brought us back into my uh, mark justice time slip because that was good (laughs) (laughs) take it away gadfly yeah you guys want to watch me take a dump Dr. Tar. This is Dr. Tar. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> this, is, this is Dr. Professor, Tar. Professor Tar. This is Dr. Tar. <laughs> I fucked up that fade. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> this is Dr. Time Slip. Ken. <laughs> This is the proof has And you are listening to A mess (laughs) (laughs) Oh Same radio Same Same Radio Radio Can you find us? You know where to find us. We're all over the interwebs. Down on the corner with the rest of the bums. Yeah. They'll knock you to tomorrow. We freaks on Facebook. Yeah, it's on Facebook. How about that? Two E's, <laughs> both words. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Mark Justice writer, he has two books out. They are like just burning up the tracks, right, Mark? Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> and arrested for arson. <laughs> I don't mind mine. <laughs> there you go. Tarandfeather.com. There's some interesting stuff there. Unthingradio.com has really great pictures that you can look at and just kind of, you know, in their full glory. And read look the at book. Them on, look read, at them on a really big monitor. And read That's the, one of the things I look forward to every week is seeing those pictures. Well, yeah, they, and you got to read. You, you gotta, well, thanks. You got to read the blurbs, too. Those are really The blurbs are funny. They're hysterical. Way better than the show. I mean, they're funny <laughs> as the show. <laughs> They're my tribute to trailers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Trailer always is better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
speak this in a deep voice. <laughs> Unsaneradio at gmail.com. Um, we, we, we got capped the other day, so uh, you know, keep it, keep it, keep that flow. Not, not, not quite so heavy. Okay, thanks. Yeah, somebody already won uh, a lot of money. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, that statement's relative and not legally binding. <laughs> it is absolutely true. Somebody did win one.